Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Welcome to all the monks and novices and blessings to all the laity. Today we will talk about the mind. If this mind has spiritual virtue, then it has a good chance to be born with a human body. That means that the mind has the five moral precepts and is born as a human. But if the result of bad karma fruits, then the mind has the conditions to be born in a lower realm, in the animal realm. But where in the animal realm, this is up to one's spiritual development as well whether being born as a lion, tiger, snake, goat, sheep, elephant or dog, it's up to the karma done in the past. And if the mind is one that has developed spiritually in the past, they think of the merit and goodness they have done, then they can be born as a dewa or heavenly being. And higher than this is the mind that has samadhi, meditative concentration to a level that has stillness, peace, rapture and can enter the absorption of jhana. This is quite difficult and needs a lot of skill so that even if there's pain in the body, one can still enter jhana. And this is one that can be reborn as a Brahma god. And those being born as the leader of Dewas are many like the lay disciples of the Buddha who had built Barami, their spiritual development, following the Buddha. Like the lady Visaka and the wealthy merchant Anatta Pindika, who had built Barami, and being born as a Dewa, they would pass away from a Dewa and then being born as a human, after dying as a human, to then come back to be born as a Dewa, just staying in between these two realms. So a Dewa coming down to be born as a human, they have a good chance to build Barami so that they can be born as a Dewa again. All the Dewas, when they have a friend that is about to pass away from heaven, that is, their merit of being a Dewa is coming to an end, each of their friends will give their wishes so that their friend will be reborn as a human so that when they are a human, they can build Barami and can come back and enjoy a greater happiness of a Dewa again. But we have to understand that there are many Dewas that aren't reborn in the human realm. Many are reborn in other realms. The Sama Sambuddha had built his Barami to completion in order to become a Buddha, but there were some occasions when he had greed and hatred and had to be born in other realms as well. Those were the lives he was born as an animal. And here we are talking about the Buddha who was building Barami. The Bodhisattva had to receive the results of that gamma. But though the Bodhisattva was born as an animal, but he was still an animal which had a lot of Barami supporting. In one existence, the Bodhisattva was born as a golden deer king in the forest of Varanasi, ruled by the king of Varanasi. The golden deer king was the head of one herd of golden deers, and Dewadatta 
was a black deer king and the leader of another herd of deers. And the two of them had to send one deer a day from their herd in turn to be food for the king of Varanasi. This was done so that the king of Varanasi wouldn't need to go hunting and endanger the whole herd. And when it came to Dewadatta's black deer's group turn, where they had to send one of their herd, it was the turn of the wife of Dewadatta, who was also pregnant. And no matter how much she pleaded with Dewadatta to be excluded, he wouldn't give in. So she went to the Bodhisattva deer, the Buddha-to-be, and pleaded with him. The golden deer king, the Buddha-to-be, gave his own body to sacrifice instead. He walked by himself into the city to sacrifice himself to the king of Varanasi. And the villagers were amazed because they had never seen such a royal deer walking in bravely and with golden skin colour, not scared of death, not scared of people at all, walking in to go find the king of Varanasi. The king was shocked. Usually animals are scared of death. They aren't willing to leave the forest. And here he was walking from the forest into the city and coming to sacrifice his life like this. So it showed that this deer was no ordinary deer. In the past they could see. They had intelligence for these things and the king of Varanasi was intelligent. From that point on the king gave up killing living beings. He did not seek to consume deer meat anymore and he made the forest of Varanasi a safe place where hunting was forbidden. And there were uncountable lifetimes where the Buddha was born as a wheel-turning monarch and he led with the royal virtues and his people had peace and happiness. This was from leading with Dhamma and being free from prejudice. There are four types of agati, prejudice. 1. Having prejudice, bias, because of liking and desire. 2. Having prejudice, because of hatred, anger. 3. Having prejudice, because of delusion. 4. Having prejudice, because of fear. The Buddha did not rule with any prejudice. It led to the public to have peace and happiness. The Buddha had the four Brahma-viharas, the sublime abidings, in leading his people. And this led to those under him having much happiness. Those that are the head, a leading figure, or the leader of a country, if they have no virtue and their mind has prejudice, then there will be chaos and troubles in leading that country. And this we can see in some countries in present-day society, where some countries have chaos and troubles because the leaders have prejudice, they have bias, they have separation into their group and others' group, and this leads to chaos and troubles. Those people that are under his administration receive harm to the point when one person lost their life and then protests and disputes erupt. This is because the leader has no virtue, no sila dhamma. Their speech only adds to the heat that already exists in people's minds. And so when that anger and hatred becomes more violent, that is when that fire comes out. 
and then there becomes real fires outside. There is burning of places, buildings, and looting, stealing, and there are many of the public dying from this. This is from the cause of the leader not having virtue, not having the four Brahmaviharas in looking after his people and ruling with force, ruling with prejudice, and this leads to many problems coming up. This we all know of from the news in social media. But for Dhamma practitioners, Venerable Ajahn Chah led the monks and novices equally. He said, those that have knowledge and come to learn in what Nongpa Pong, they need to leave that knowledge and intelligence in front of the monastery gates. Don't take it with them into the monastery. They needed to put down all their views and conceit and to live and stay together with the humbling of one's ego and conceit and with respect and reverence to each other. And he taught further that the dialect of central and northeastern Thailand are a bit different, but actually it's the same. To say to go to town to buy salt, in northeast dialect it is Kon In central Thailand it is Kon This is the language of conventions, but the meaning is buying things all the same. In the ultimate sense, it is the same. It's not different. It's not that to say circular is better than to say circular. It is the same thing. Or in some other districts where other languages are spoken, there are different accents. Like the English in the UK, the accent in the North may sound different to standard English. Or the English accents of America are different or the English accents in Australia are different like this. But the meaning of the words are the same. If we attach to that we are better and higher than them, then we may criticize other people. Some who learn to a high level may look down on those who have no learning. Or if we have more wisdom than others and attach to that wisdom, we may criticize others that they have no wisdom or the difference in skin color or status. If we think we have superior skin color, then we may look down on others because we think they have an inferior skin color. There is an arising of self and conceit that we are better than them. We think we are better, and there is attachment to, we are better than them, and there is trouble arising and harming others because of that, and no sila dhamma. This is where there is a human body, but the mind is not human. There is no virtue of a human being. The mind has no sila dhamma. The mind has harming others and greater sense of self than normal. And this leads to chaos and troubles. And sometimes the mind of this type of person cannot compete against the mind of an animal that has virtue. There is one story I want to share with you as an example. There was one dog, not willing to leave his dog friend alone. He would stay next to the friend on the train tracks, even when the trains passed over. The friend of this dog lay injured, likely from being hit by a train. She was too hurt and couldn't move anywhere, but she had a very brave friend who was protecting her. 
on the freezing tracks. He used his body to keep her injured body warm. He brought food for her and shielded her from oncoming trains. When the dog heard a train coming, he would lie next to his friend and push her head down and keep them both very still until the train had passed. For two days he stayed with her on the train tracks like this, and for two days he kept her alive, after which a train conductor alerted locals. However, the protective dog didn't let them come close, making the rescue difficult, because the dog couldn't trust anyone. But when the animal shelter came, they successfully managed to rescue both dogs. And not long after this, for the pair, they were adopted into a home to recuperate. The dogs were named Panda and Lucy. Think about it. The two days being on the train tracks, Panda could show what a true friend really is. He kept her warm for two whole days under the constant threat of danger and death. What do we call this? Is this instinct, love, friendship or attachment? The rescuer said that not every human is capable of this. We should all learn from it. We can see that in the time that a friend is in great suffering, is unable to look after oneself, and the other dog helped to protect and look after them. And this is a good example for us that are born as humans, and each individual being's mind can go to become the inner Buddha or become awakened. That is, if we don't separate between me and them. If we follow Sila Dhamma and have goodness, have metta and karuna, kindness and compassion for each other. Even if those that have been a robber, a thief or wrongdoer, we give them a chance. It is not that we harm them until they're disabled or lose their life which can become a cause for troubles and chaos to arise. This is because it isn't fair and is an act of prejudice of the person who are enforcing the law. Those people who follow their own prejudice follow their own anger. If instead one thinks that those who have done wrong are their own relatives, are their brothers and sisters or their friends in the world and they have love to everyone, then they will have more metta and karuna than this. But it is because they didn't think like that. They separate me from them and they have conceit and ego arise. That we are people who are developed and the other person is someone who is not developed. So there is chaos and troubles arising. And we can see this in the present day situation that has arisen in a materially advanced country. So as Dhamma practitioners, we can see clearly that this is the having of conceit and ego and separating me and them. So we need to practice Dhamma and take the Dhamma that Venerable Ajahn Chah taught, not to attach, to leave one's knowledge in the front of the monastery and to know conventions in speech, to not attach to a self that we are better than them. This gives rise to ego and conceit and a sense of me and them can arise. Giving this up is the path for our heart to have happiness and to have a mind of metta towards each other, 
to have karuna and to want to help others. Our minds will then be at ease and we will help others less privileged than us, those that have little to eat and have difficulties and troubles, of which there are many who have difficulties around this world. We have a mind of metta to help those who are suffering and in difficulties. Our mind is full of merit. That is, we are capable of practicing self-sacrifice and we can help other people. This is metta and karuna. If we practice in this way, we will find the path to the Buddha, to awakening in our hearts. May you grow in blessings.